I'm MK. I'm JL. And this is the Bobcast. Who messing with our door? Who the, what do you mean? Who messing with our door? Someone knocking on the door? Man, that's what I feel like when you're in a dorm. <laughs> Bro, we are currently in Ironside. And there are people around our door trying to harass us. So uh, Wonderful, wonderful that's, stuff. That's uh, the transfer life, right? Yeah. Yeah. No. yeah. There are people from everywhere because yeah. they went to bad schools at the beginning and then decided <laughs> to come to a good one. <laughs> Man, Bob Jones is such a culture shock. I'm not even lying. Like to come from come from a public high school to here was such a culture shock for me. It's insane. Yeah. So uh welcome to the Bobcast. Um I'm MK and this is JL with me. And uh I'm gonna introduce JL. He's gonna introduce me. We're gonna go over a little bit of prayer, some Bible verses, we're gonna talk about some topics and uh this cast is, you know, what the description says. It's mm-hmm. Just two college dudes trying to weave through the Bob Jones life. <laughs> and uh, we're going to talk about some of the ins and outs of being at the school. And, uh, you know, of course, we're going to do some prayer. We're going to talk over some Bible verses, you know, because we're Christians. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, <clears throat> all right, so sitting across from me is, is JL. He's a uh, mechanical engineering major. This dude is smart as freak. And... Uh, <laughs> He don't look like it, but he is. And uh, well, I do appreciate. It. I do appreciate. Uh, it. I'm trying to see like what else are you even like? What's interesting about you? There's not much interesting. About <laughs> no, 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 not, not much, not much. No, <laughs> but no. So we're we're roommates over here in Ironside. So yeah. Anyway, we're back to this because <laughs> I said something that I shouldn't have. I told y'all my room number, and we're trying to keep ourselves a secret for as long as we can. So. Try and figure it out, though. Definitely. If you find out where we are in Ironside, I'll give you like 20 bucks. Definitely. Right. In so. cash. Non, and, non-taxable. And I have root beer in the room. So Where you got the root beer? Oh, you do have the IBC. I yeah, see. I got some IBC. We've got a whole kitchen in here, dog. Like, we got the air fryer, the espresso machine. They're going to find us in like five minutes. <laughs> we got chicken nuggets. We got spaghetti. We got he he literally he went to his parents' house over the weekend and he came back with eight different types of macaroni and cheese. <laughs> like I'm not even joking. Okay, so hey, yo, don't don't hate on my on my smoked gouda mac and cheese. <laughs> smoked gouda mac and cheese. That stuff I is good what. as frick. Okay, so the dude across from me is MK. He is a electrical engineering major. This is his first year, actually, at Bob Jones University. You came yes, from sir. a technical college, didn't you? <clears throat> yeah, I was in a, um, it was a technical college. It's more kind of like a community college, but there's no, like, community to it. It was mm. just, you know, they called it York Tech, and it sucked. I had maybe, <laughs> <clears throat> I think I had one or two, uh, one or two, um, teachers that were like decent everybody else sucked yeah so typical but, technical college yeah yeah pretty typical so uh <clears throat> so yeah so with you i know you have like you have a degree behind you already yeah yeah um before i came here i actually went to a technical college myself and i have a degree in the technical term is auto technologies but realistically i'm just a mechanic i can work on your car man that's about it <laughs> <laughs> And so with uh, with your mechanical engineering degree, where do you exa- where exactly are you trying to go with that? Um, I'm hoping one day to make it to Clemson's iCar program for my master's degree. Once I get there, I'm hoping to kind of work my way into the car industry itself, no matter what company. I'd like to work for Ford, but, you know, the broader scope of things, that doesn't always work out. God's plan is crazy. But um, at least in my eyes, it's crazy. 
But um, <clears throat> yeah, I hope to do that and hopefully change the way cars are being made because right now they're not very mechanic friendly at all. I'm sure you can attest to that. Mm, yeah, I, I definitely can. And that's purely from all the executive people that are, you know, all up in the uh, in the offices and not down actually building yeah. the cars. And so they're like, oh, let's put this freaking A-arm in the way. And then it's like, well, now you can't take the oil out. It's got to pour on itself. <laughs> so... <laughs> <clears throat> so yeah, I, I can I can attest to that. I've mm -hmm. done a good bit of work on my on some mechanical stuff. I'm not you know anywhere near your skill level, but I have you know I've you know tore down and rebuilt go karts mm -hmm. and golf carts and four wheelers and stuff like that. And uh, I've done a good bit of work on my own truck. So it's like I I know a thing or two, but I'm not like I'm not yeah. I'm nowhere near you know even an AA degree in mechanical. And um, you we've talked a little bit I know before as far as just being roommates. We talked a little bit about um how you plan to proceed with your future. You plan to open your own company one day, don't you? Yeah. So what's uh, what's kind of funny about my degree program is that it has no direct correlation with, <clears throat> excuse me, this hour of the day. It's just kind of bad for my voice because, mm -hmm. you know, I'm, I'm just like that. <clears throat> but uh, we should probably get some cups of water in here. You want me to get you some cups <laughs> of water? No, 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 no. I will get, get them later. I can. But... Uh, <laughs> But um, <clears throat> so, I mean, with me doing electrical engineering, that's kind of like it, it, it goes hand in hand with my my primary career, which I'm an audio engineer. So I, you know, I run front of house monitors for concerts and stuff like that. I've done anything from 500 to 20,000 people in a concert. So I've, it's, I've done, you know, a good number of sizes and it's, you know, it, it's it's a lot of fun. But doing electrical engineering is more so the like engineering side of the equipment you know like you when you're using audio equipment there's circuits and you know components on the inside and the electrical engineering is understanding that side of stuff whereas my direct career is the audio side of that of actually making things sound good and things like that knowing how to use the gear so with my degree <clears throat> with my degree i'm planning to take that and use it on the back end of my company and you know fix gear you know prep stuff for events, things like that, understanding like how to get my equipment ready and how to build that stuff and, you know, custom build things for it. So with that, I, you know, you know, you're talking about me opening my company. I am, um, I'm planning to open my company in the next couple of years and <clears throat> to do full on production and stuff like that. So, you know, studio production, live production, that kind of stuff, a little bit of video work as well. <clears throat> so that's kind of a little bit, a little bit with my background and all. Yeah. So, and you're talking. You were talking to me about open like a. Uh, someday I thought you were talking to me about opening like a mechanic shop or something like that. Yeah, I um, I have I have future plans as well because I want to take my engineering degree, make a little bit of money through it, and hopefully one day open what they call a customs garage. So <clears throat> basically, what you do is you bring your pretty normal looking car in there. They put crazy stuff on it sometimes. I'm telling you, man, <laughs> crazy stuff, but. You can get it repainted, custom colors. You can get it wrapped, custom things. I'm sure the guys in the car scene know what I'm talking about. You mm -hmm. can get lowered, lifted, all that stuff. I want to do stuff like that. Just make people's cars cooler than they already are. Mm -hmm. And I, I know I've seen, you know, of course, you'll see the, the documentaries or whatever in the videos on like, uh, I forget the streaming services that have them, but there's like a dedicated streaming service to like everything car related for yeah. like all the car guys. Mm -hmm. And I've seen like all those kind of videos and I'll see like people take in, 
there's one show, I forget the name of it, but they took in like, you know, people's cars that they couldn't finish. Like whether mm. it was a classic car or whether, you know, whatever it was, it's like someone couldn't finish the restoration of that car. And so people would like take it and they would like finish it for somebody. And then like the, the product that would come out was like amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That, it's always cool to see stuff like that. And um, that's something as well that I hope to do to achieve personally whenever it comes to things like that is to help other people because that's the main thing that I want to do because, you know, God kind of wants us to do that sort of thing. And so to help other people either through money financially or to help fix their cars for free or whatever I can do, I want to do. Yeah. And it's, and, and you know, that's, that's, a, you know, really great thing to do. Now that um we even had a little bit of water and he's not over here coughing, MK. How would you like to proceed forward? I think we should start with a little bit of prayer, and we're going to open the Bible, and we're going to see where that leads us. Definitely sounds like a plan to me. All right, let's do it. Let's head up with a little bit of prayer. Heavenly Father, we uh, we thank you for this school that you've allowed us to come to. We thank you for this time that you've given us to record this, and I, uh, I thank you for the audience that you've had listen and uh, I pray that you would have your will be done through this podcast, through this day, through this school, through us as students, Lord. And I um, I pray that you would guide us through that process as well, that we would do your will and not ours. We would follow your lead and not try to make our own path. And so with that being said, Lord, I pray all this in your name, Jesus. Amen. Amen for sure, brother. <clears throat> all right, so now it is time for the... Bible reading verse part. Okay, that was a fail. <laughs> oh, yeah, there we go. That was beautiful. He's, he's trying to do an ASMR Bible reading. Hi, guys. Do not. Do not. <laughs> We're going to read the Bible today. We're going to start in the Old Testament. So many people are going to tune off at this one point. <laughs> They're going to turn it off immediately. <laughs> We're going to read Genesis 1. I in, in the beginning, God created them. <laughs> you cannot keep this up. You cannot keep this up. Do not convince me you can keep this up. <laughs> okay. All right. All right, JL. Shut up. So <laughs> We're going to read Genesis 1, and we're just going to go for a couple verses, and then we're going to kind of contemplate on what we just read. Because there is, you know, a lot to be said about Genesis 1. Everybody always just glances over just go, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And I'm like, that verse in and of itself is pretty freaking big. Yeah. So, I mean, there's, there's a lot to, to, just, to talk about in that. So Just a little bit of a basis for Genesis. Genesis is the chapter where God pretty much establishes the earth, how it was created, and... The fall of man, the fall of man and the first murder and all that stuff. Um, Genesis is a very, I won't say it's the largest book in the Bible, but it's a pretty big book to go through. So, Yeah, so it definitely is going to be a great starting point for us. We're probably going to go through a couple chapters in Genesis, not consecutively. We're going to kind of bounce around a little bit and, you know, see where the Lord leads us with that. Perfectly, we'll be able to line it, line some of it up with um, Pettit's message, Dr. Pettit's messages as well. Yeah, we will try to, you know, speak about it a little bit. He's going through uh, Exodus right now. Uh, he's going through Galatians. Galatians. I'm yeah. dumb. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, Dr. Pettit. I promise I pay attention in chapel. <laughs> so, <clears throat> anyway, starting with Genesis 1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was over the face of the deep. 
And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. And God said, Let there be light. And there was light. And God saw that the light was good. And God separated the light from the darkness. So, I'm going to stop right there. Yeah. Because God just created something from nothing. What's crazy is he separated light from dark. That within itself is amazing. The fact that he literally created time and space Mm -hmm. with a word is like just astronomically like stupidly insane. (laughs) Okay. Like people read through this and they're like, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And they're like, okay, yeah, that's creation. And I'm like, no, dog, like... There was literally nothing, absolutely nothing. And this man just said, let us let us create, you know, something from nothing. And it just appeared. And to sort of um, bring in a meme, I think a bit of a meme for my avid anime fans. God solos Goku. God solos Goku. <laughs> no, but what, what's crazy to me personally especially reading just that small passage it pretty much tells you that people make god out to be such an insignificant thing but he's literally what controls everything he made things from nothing and god is so great that he could literally snap us out of existence if he felt like it at any point and that's kind of something that's hard to wrap your head around yeah and it's and it, i mean uh, going like going back to this verse, you know, it's even even just verse one. You know, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. He's not literally talking about heaven. He's talking about you know space, the sky. You know, everything that we look up and see. That's that's what they called the heavens. Was you know something that they couldn't reach. So that's what they called you know the uh, the sky and this you know space. And so he created all of that. So what's interesting about reading that is that. Not even space existed. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of times when I think about it in my own mind, I'm thinking like, oh yeah, there was just space and God was just kind of like floating around for a while and he just decided, hey, let's make something. That's not at all like time, like literally time did not even exist. Our mm-hmm. concept of time is something that he created. So, and, 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 and like, you know, space, even though, even though space can be infinite nothingness, it, it's like he created that from nothing. And a big thing about it, too, as well, is the fact that God literally, like, talking about he created this time, he created time and space, and there was nothing. It's literally impossible to think about that there was nothing at one point until God decided, hey, I want something to be here. I want to create man, because he had this all thought out already. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because, I mean, mean, like, with... I mean, God would think through this, and it's like, it, well, not sorry, not God would think through this. Like, I, I'm thinking through this, and I'm like, in my head, you, there's got to be a start point, there's got to be an end point, because everything in our lives, you know, has a start and has an end. You know, mm-hmm. you plant a flower, that's the start. It grows, you see its bloom, and then it dies, and it's that's the end. You know, mm-hmm. but God has no end. He had no beginning. He's just, he was forever. He always existed. And so that concept in and of itself is like impossible to wrap your head around. Like your earthly brain just cannot comprehend that, that it's like he had no beginning. And so when there was the beginning, he was already there. Mm -hmm. And so, like I said, our concept of time is something that he created. So like us understanding, you know, looking at the clock and being like, hey, yo, look, it's, it's 521. Like, that's that didn't exist before creation. There mm-hmm. was no time, period. 
And what's crazy is we go through the Bible. Um, I don't know if before the end of our year, because we'll probably do this again next year, definitely, because yeah. it seems really fun so far. And this is only the first episode. Yeah, it's only the first episode. <laughs> but um, something that, to keep in mind as we go through this is everything that's written within that book, within the Holy Word of God, is things that were predetermined by God. He he already had all of this stuff thought out. And as you hit Revelation and see the future of things and how things are going to turn out for us, understand that God knew about it before he even created all this. Mm-hmm. God knew about this stuff. Yeah, that's 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 another like insane concept to think of is that God didn't just, you know, create create everything and then think, "Hey, let's, you know, let's see what happens." Like, no, he knew from the moment from like, you know, from the moment like I don't, I don't know, you know, from what moment, but he like from from before creation till the end of time, like he knows exactly what was going to happen from start to finish. He knew everything. It was all one big plan that he has. You know, he knew what was going to happen, and so that's one thing where like some people will think, oh, like uh, like I, I knew a few people in high school that were like dumb as nuts, and like. <laughs> And they would think like, oh, well, God just, he wants people to be saved. He, his wasn't his plan for, you know, people people to sin and whatever. And I was like, well, he, you know, yeah, God didn't, you know, think, hey, let's make people and have them sin. Like, no, that was, you know, our free will that we decided to sin because we were, you know, <clears throat> we were, in, you know, influenced by, you know, the, the, uh, the serpent. And, you know, as much as that was not like directly like God, it was like, hey, let's ha- let's make it and like let's make this interesting. You know, like it's not like he's writing a movie, but I it's think, like, and I think one of the big things is the fact that God knew this would happen, knew that there was a high probability that this would happen by giving free will to man. He still gave it to us. That's something crazy to me is that he still gave us free will, mm-hmm. and it's 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 interesting. It's an interesting concept, and it's sometimes hard to like wrap your head around that it's like, why would he give us free will if he knew we were going to sin and we were going to mess it up and he was going to have to send his son to die for us? Like, if he knew that all this was going to happen, why would he even just give us free will? And it's like, that's one question that, like, at least for me, I'm still dumbfounded about. I'm like, I, I don't know why. Like, why would he gift us with that? You know, because, yeah. like, to, to this day, you know, we are able to do what we d- decide to do. You know, our lives are our own. But the thing is, we that's the whole part of becoming a Christian is that you, you know, your life is not your own anymore. You know, you are the child of God. So, you know, your wants and your needs and what you want to do with your life changes and it aligns with God. But that's kind of where he gives you that free will to make that choice because that's, you know, that's on you to, to decide that. But you know that's that's that can become a very deep conversation, so I'm not gonna yeah. go too far into that. Yeah, we'll but, we'll wait till the hour episodes come out. Yeah, we'll we'll wait till the hour episodes come out to do those much deeper conversations. But it's just it's amazing that God would gift us with something, knowing that we we're gonna abuse it. But he and you know knowing the cost that he was gonna have to pay to you know redeem us from that, he still gifted us with that with that free will. And so a big thing to understand as you think about these things, whether you are a longtime professing Christian or you're still not too sure about it, make sure that you understand that God will forgive you for anything because he forgave us for turning our back on him by the original sin. God will forgive you. So definitely, definitely keep that in mind as you go throughout your semester, throughout your year, throughout your life that God will forgive you for anything that you will do, you may do, you may not do. Right. And 
And through that, you know, that forgiveness came from Jesus. You know, he came down in human form and, and you know, died for us, died a terrible, terrible death. I mean, that's one concept that a lot of people don't quite grasp is that we, like Jesus, you know, when you think about it, you think about all the pictures of, you know, pretty old Jesus thrown up on a cross and, you know, it's like, oh yeah, he had nails on his hands and his feet and he had thorns on his head and he's, you know, bleeding, whatever. And it's like, yeah, but you missed the part where he was butt naked when they did that. <laughs> so it's, 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 you know, it's, it's, we're, you know, we're laughing because it's like, you know, it's kind of funny. It's like, oh, he's butt naked, but it's like, no, it's like this series mm, yeah. frick. Like this dude was stripped and whipped and nailed to a freaking piece of wood and, and died for you so and, that you could be forgiven. And it's kind of like Dr. Pettit. I remember, I believe it was Dr. One of Dr. Pettit's messages. It was either one of his or one of my pastors, my pastor's message at one point, but it's that God has experienced everything that you're going through. He has experienced it all. He experienced it on the cross. He's experienced it through his life, through his son. God experienced everything that you're going through in life. So don't think for one minute that just because you believe you're too bad of a person, God won't forgive you for what you've done. Yeah. And, and to add to that, you know, some people think, oh, well, Jesus never experienced depression. I'm like, dude, he literally had like 12 disciples that followed him for like three years and all of them disappeared as soon as he was captured. Except for all, John. Yeah. Except for John. Yeah. But good old, good old John and his mother. Yeah. But, and his mother. <laughs> yeah. That, that shows you something about the love of a mother. Mm -hmm. But, um, but I mean, after that, like, everybody just dipped. So, I mean, if you, like, if you think about something that's more depressing, like, some people go through high school, like, and they just, you know, lose a lot of friends or something. They're like, oh, I'm so depressed about that. I'm like, dude, Jesus literally lost everybody. Mm -hmm. Lost everybody but his mother and one of his friends. And that was it. And, like, this dude, I'm sure, felt depression after that. So, I mean, if you think that God doesn't understand your sadness, your depression, he does. Oh, he experienced that. Oh, dude, talking about him losing, like, people close to him, Peter literally cut off a man's ear with a sword for him and then denied him three times. Like it, it was bad. Yeah. It, it was a, it was a messed up time. And you know, like, like I said, that Jesus has not, there's nothing in this world that you can experience that Jesus didn't, you know, people think, Oh, we're in this new age of, you know, digital stuff or whatever, this or that. And so D Jesus doesn't understand my struggle with this. I'm like, no dude, he does. It's yeah. just a different form of the same struggle. So it's like, there, there's something that, you know, there's a verse in the Bible where you can go back and you can find where Jesus struggled or lack of struggle, but he, he experienced what you are struggling with right now. He's been there. And kind of to segue out of this um, <clears throat> whole struggle talk, um, What's crazy to me talking about there's a applicable verse for your life. I don't even know if I said that right. Applicable? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to pronounce it the same way, so <laughs> we're leave it at that. But um, what's crazy is I've, I've been to church my entire life. I went astray for a little bit, but for my entire life I've been to church. And we may get into testimonies at some point on this on this podcast. But what's crazy is you can go through the Bible— once a year, you can read through the whole thing and still get something new out of it. Even though you're reading the exact same stuff over and over again, you'll get something new out of it every single time. Amen. Because I mean, like with, even with, you know, Genesis 1, I'm going back through it today and I, and I was just reading through the entire first chapter and I was like, dang, there's some stuff in this I never realized before. Like, you know, the concept of, of you know, what, <clears throat> what Moses thought was the heavens, you know, that's the sky. And so, and of course, nowadays we know that is space, but... Yeah. But like, 
understanding that God created that. Like, it wasn't mm-hmm. just like a space that was already there. It's like, no, he created the space. Like, that's kind of a new a new thing to me that I, I never realized before. And that's something, you know, I've read through Genesis 100,000 times. Yeah. And I'm just, now, I'm just now kind of comprehending that. As much as that's a small thing to realize, mm-hmm. it's still, there's new information every single time you read through the Bible. Yeah, and um, one big thing about it, too, is the fact that God was very specific whenever he made things he's very intricate if you look at everything everything is designed specifically for its purpose and that and it's very intricate in the way it's designed you think of like we're both engineers so we know that people can design some very cool things some very very complicated things god literally made the universe to work to a perfect point to where everything is exactly as it should be because I think about the analogy, I, I love space for, for a um, little side note. I love space to death. God literally placed Earth in the perfect spot around the sun to where we'd be warmed, but we'd never burn up. Because if we were a little bit closer, we'd be all be dead burned. And if we were a little bit further, we'd all be frozen solid and dead right now. <laughs> it, it just it goes, it go, That just goes another step to showing the amazing creation that God, you know, the amazing engineering that God put into his creation because people think like, you know, oh, science disproves Christ. I'm like, no, science proves Christ over and over and over. You look on a molecular scale, on a molecular scale of how we are like humans or, or, or materials or how any of this stuff is designed. And I'm like, how can you possibly look at that and think that that was by chance? You know, there's no way in, fr- even even if you're not looking at it like your schedule, uh, scale, sorry, um, <laughs> <laughs> can't speak. Even if you're not looking at a molecular scale, if you're looking at more of a, uh, you know, m- macro lens, you know, you're looking at what's what's literally in front of you. You know, you look at the, the nature in front of you, you look at the ecosystems around you. I mean, like, how the freak is that ever going to work without someone designing yeah, that? That had to be so. engineered. Yeah, definitely so, and that's why, um, Doctor Diang, wonderful professor, I love. I that love Doctor Diang so I, much. We we shared a sentiment that Doctor Diang is like one of our favorite engineering professors. Doctor Lovegrove might be a little bit higher. No, Doctor Lovegrove is great. Over Doctor Diang, nah. he's the best. But Doctor Diang has been. We literally had our first intro to engineering class last week, and Doctor Diang told us he was like god designed engineering to further his glory and dominion god is literally an engineer himself sorry sorry god was it like tapping you're just tapping on the table but um god is literally an engineer himself if you look at the way things were designed on the earth and designed in the universe and everything god is an engineer that that dude yeah that's that's actually like a pretty interesting fact right there like most people would just think he's like god is a creator and i'm like well again you look at the look on a molecular schedule look at a look at a molecular really schedule. schedule i don't know why i want to i've been looking at my schedule so much the past couple of days trying to make sure i'm going the right place These at the right time are crazy yeah yeah the the new the new uh new transfer student life but uh it's very similar to the freshman life but yeah. you know it's a, i'm a little bit cooler than a freshman yeah no no shade though <laughs> but even on a molecular scale and like then again back to the macro lens when you're looking at like ecosystems things that have been you know designed and built like god engineered those Mm -hmm. god is the sole engineer of 
everything. You know, you most people just think, oh, he just created that. He just like snapped his fingers and it was it. And I was like, no, he had to like think through everything that he created. You know, he had to like engineer that. And most people wouldn't think of the word engineer. They just think, about, oh, he created it. He designed it, whatever. I'm like, dude, yeah, he freaking did. <laughs> and I think the very cool thing to keep in mind as well is the fact that God is not only an engineer, he's an artist. He's literally any everything because I think of artists because I've took Dr. Stanley's class. Dr. Stanley's a wonderful professor as well. I don't know if you'll have to take Christianity in the arts, but if you get a chance to take that class, I definitely recommend it. It gives you a very good look out on things. Mm -hmm. But um, Dr. Stanley talked about art and all of that. And it made me realize because he always brought art back into God's word. You look at like the sunset, you look at the mountains, you look at these beautiful views that you get. You look at stuff like the Bahamas and all that stuff, these beautiful beaches and all that. God designed that stuff. God, I won't say painted, but you could think of it in a sense as God painted this artwork for us to behold and love because it's his perfect creation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's, and that's, that's the amazing part of his engineering. Like God doesn't just think, Hey, let's make this functional. Like he's like, Hey, let's make this beautiful too. Like I, I like to think that God has, you know, a sense of humor and yeah. he also has like, you know, a sense of beauty mm -hmm. because, you know, like it, it, when he, you know, when he made everything, he was like, it is good. He saw that it was good when he created everything. Mm -hmm. And that's partly, you know, it's design was beautiful. It's, you know, it's, it's physical uh, aspects where, you know, that's beautiful. And so with that, it's, it's like God, God was an artist, you know, I agree. He was, an, he was a freaking artist. He's an engineer, you know, most engineers, you know, will, uh, will like make stuff and it's just functional, mm -hmm. you know, it, it works, but it is functional. And then you have to have like an artist come in and like make it look pretty, but God did all that himself. He was 100%. Except for the BJU, um, the self-driving golf cart, that thing is beautiful. <laughs> Yeah, but um, but yeah, that's that's the amazing thing of God's creation, and that's kind of just the first thing that we wanted to talk about in this podcast. We are running a little bit over time, but that's okay. So, kind of this first section, we're just you know talking about creation, how you know God is an amazing engineer, how he's a he's a wonderful artist. We're gonna talk about that a lot because the two of us being engineers, we're applying a lot of um, <clears throat> a lot of uh, engineering to our to our. Uh, belief system and stuff like you know how we see the bible how we understand the bible we're always looking for like hey there's an engineer here and there's an engineer that in the bible you know how see how god applies engineers because that's kind of like us you know mm -hmm. we're looking for like role models almost so like we're seeing yeah. like hey god made you know uh noah and he gave him the designs for the boat and that you know, he had to engineer that and stuff yeah. he had to build that whole thing but you know that's kind of where we're looking a lot for stuff like that so um, and, and I hope that um, as this podcast goes along, you guys can kind of relate to us, whether it's in your own personal struggles or whatever. Um, grow with us spiritually, definitely. So read whenever we read, pray whenever we pray, try to be in the word of God. And I hope that as this continues and evolves and well, everything like that, that things will become better. Yeah, and is and you know with future things, if you guys need prayer requests or you want to join in on a podcast or something like that, feel free to you know shoot us a DM or like do anything you know you know contact us somehow. That we'd love to hang out with you. We'd love to talk with you. We'd love to pray with you. Anything like that. If we can shoot you toward a verse in the Bible to help you with what something you're struggling with, 
we would love to talk about that with you, you know, so shoot us a DM, talk to us, you know, whatever, man, you see something funny, if you see a funny post, send it to us. We'll talk about it in a podcast. You know, you think a, a, a verse would make a great topic to talk over. Let us know. We're going to be having some, uh, some of our professors come in and talk. We'll be having uh, Mr. Uh, Rathmon come in in the next couple of days. And he's going to be talking with us about some awesome biblical topics and uh, it's going to be pretty awesome. So uh, JL, any closing thoughts? Um, Well, like I said, keep up with us try to read whenever we read pray whenever we pray um i'm not sure what he told you but definitely send in stuff we could always use some topics of conversation mm. and um yeah jl had to get up and tell someone to go away because yeah. <laughs> someone was banging on the door <laughs> but um praise the lord that we're here um praise god and i am jl i am mk this is the bobcast and we're gonna pray you out real quick yes sir JL, would you pray us out? Yes, sir, I will. Dear Lord Jesus, thank you so much for the day you've given us. Thank you so much for the ability for us to congregate together and kind of share our thoughts and feelings on campus as things go on. Thank you so much for Bob Jones, for Dr. Pettit, and all the faculty here. I pray that you continue to bless us and bless everybody listening. I pray that you help them through their life and that you give them gracious mercy as everything goes through in their life. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thanks, guys, for listening. This is the Bobcast. I'm MK. I'm JL. Thanks for listening.